What's up, everybody? This is Apollo Radio Talk Show, and this is episode six. Now, I know I haven't recorded in quite some time. It's It's been about two weeks, I think, since the last episode. And things have just been crazy. Uh, TwitchCon was last week. While I didn't go to it, um, I was very busy that weekend with some of our clients. Uh, this weekend is BlizzCon, so uh, be prepared for the Overwatch World Cup. And there's a lot of stuff going on down there in uh, California where BlizzCon's happening. A lot of the uh, people that like Blizzard are basically traveling from all over to go to that. So that's going on this weekend. I don't think I'll be able to go because I wasn't able to get a ticket in time. Uh, those tickets sell super fast, so it's like you got to buy them a year in advance. So no luck on that, but um, I'll be very excited to do the covering for the World Cup as well as the Overwatch League, which was um, the the starting date for that's been announced. It's around December 20th, as we said in the last episode of Apollo Radio, um, and a lot of the teams have been announced actually this week, and... Uh, there's a lot of new ones like the Philadelphia Fusion, the Dallas, I think it's Blue Flame or Blue Heat or something like that. And then, uh, a, yeah, just a lot of these teams. And it's really building up a lot of hype for the event. So I think when it starts, um, we're going to see a lot of coverage for that. And I think next episode, I'm probably going to go into detail about some of the rosters because those are exciting as well. Um, congratulations to all the players that have made it in so far. And I think it's important to talk about um, exactly how big on a scale this is for esports as a whole um, and the industry as a whole as well. Um, this is this kind of guarantees the fact that Overwatch, since all of these companies and cities are investing into the game, that it's going to at least be around for 10 years max, or yeah, t at least 10 years max. And that, or minimum rather, I should say minimum, sorry. And then going into, um, you know, it has potential to even grow into 20 and 30 year markers while this game is still relevant, as well as all of the other um, eSport titles that are going to uh, be a factor. So... That is huge because that means there's going to be a lot of marketing dollars spent into uh, video games as well as just the industry as a whole. And that's already happening today. But I think increasingly there is going to be billions of dollars invested into this market. And I think we're just seeing the beginning of it. I definitely see the way uh, Activision Blizzard is marketing currently I think there's a lot of smart things that they're doing with their games and as well as just building hype around that. So very excited for that. Um, I'm actually about to buy my first set of Activision stocks, so that's kind of exciting. <laughs> but that's on a side note. Um, but as a scene as a whole, it always hasn't been like this. Um, I, I first started getting into esports like about 10 years ago. So if you're just now getting into it, it's probably the perfect time. But about 10 years ago, um, like 2005 to 2010, like before League of Legends came out, um, 
there wasn't as much investment to tournaments. They were a lot harder to find, uh, as well as the games themselves. Um, so there, there wasn't even a lot of options. I mean, there was Counter-Strike and Dota, and that was pretty much it. And the skill gaps to enter were virtually impossible because the players who play those games have already been playing for over 10 years, like, easily. And um, it was really hard to get into those types of games. So you pretty much had to build the competitive muscle memory to either pursue that if you were good enough, or some of these newer titles that were promising esports scenes, but then the game developers or just the game got really crappy because of all the updates. The games would only last like one to two years. So you really had no options of esports um, back then. But now there's unlimited options with Overwatch and all of the other games as well. So with the birth of an industry, that really means a lot. And a lot has to happen for that to happen to begin with. Um, so with esports uh, becoming a huge thing, that means a lot of these companies that are traditional and have been around forever in different industries are going to want to invest marketing dollars to uh, reach out to sell their products basically to that uh, to those targeted audiences. Um, you know, like for instance. Sometimes Coca-Cola sponsors different tournaments like uh, LCS and whatnot. Um, they pay a certain amount of money so their um, their logo gets shown on the screen or on the players' jerseys. And that means a lot of teams are going to need investment to play and to travel. And that makes a lot of opportunity. And um, as far as relating to Apollo as an agency... It gives us a lot of opportunity to uh, build our whole entire business around that. So um, an entire business will basically be built around these players playing this video game. And it's just funny because I think that was absurd to people uh, like 30 years ago or even like 40 years ago where video games weren't, weren't, weren't a thing or like... So I think nowadays um, it's a lot more um, believable. And I mean, I think even right now today, there is a majority of the population that probably still would not believe me if I told them that um, this Overwatch thing is, is going to be around for 30 years. They, they would probably be like, ha, that's pretty funny. It's only going to be around for like five years. But um, no, man, I'm telling you, uh, this thing is going to be around in 30. And just like when people thought um, an esports career was um, laughable at and it was like make-believe land, um, 30 years from now, um, I, I think things are just going to continue to... Uh, evolve and uh, progress forward. So if we're seeing this progress now in the esports industry, um, 10 years from now, it's it's going to be even more evolved and there's going to be more games with leagues this size um, from all different types of genre. Like you, you might see a, a Madden football league like based around the NFL, but maybe even the teams from the NFL will uh, buy esports teams to compete in their league to play virtual football. So, um, 
like that's that's crazy, but I I think um something like that is you know, a real thing because not everybody has the body to be a football quarterback, but um I could certainly uh play the the video game Madden, get really good at it and then join the New England uh Patriots football team or something like that. You know what I mean? And actually play on the roster. Now I probably would never play for the Patriots. Um no thanks. But yeah, you get my point. Um sorry. Uh don't really like those guys. Um I'm a fan of the Jets as well as the Raiders, I guess, since I'm in Vegas. Um but yeah, you get the point. Like, I may not be able to be a football player, but I could definitely um, maybe play for a professional esports football team. And uh, I think since there is an industry and, and that job is like an uh, acceptable idea, I think there's going to be a lot of products built around it. There's going to be brands, fan bases, and something like that can easily grow into... Um, the same hype that NFL is producing now, like with the Super Bowl and just the games themselves. Um, another thing to look at is the numbers that esports produces. Um, more people watch esports tournaments than they do um, with most of the national sports, if not all of them. I don't know if it rivals football, but um, if not all of the numbers from all of those traditional sports like soccer, football, or soccer, uh, baseball, all of those games that are shown on TV and basketball, the numbers from esports actually exceed all of those numbers combined. Um, so that's something interesting as far as viewership and marketing goes to uh, look.